0: This is an explicit podcast meant for those over the age of 18. Any views or opinions expressed are those of our own. We do not offer any professional or medical advice. We are the Sinful Ladies. Join Miss Sin and Lady Croft as we talk about all the sinful subjects you can think of. Hey, hey,
1: guys. Welcome back. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. We are the Sinful Ladies. We're going to get that done out of the way now. Yes, we are the Sinful Ladies. I'm Lady Croft. And I am Miss Sin. Yeah, we're going to bring <laughs> to you all kinds of fun stuff. Yes.
0: Oh my goodness. It's been what seems like forever and a day since we've been in the recording studio.
1: But it really hasn't been. It really hasn't been. But it feels I like think, it has I been. think it's been, we're too focused on now getting the finalization stuff on the... Oh, pool Club party. OKC pool party, which is coming, so July
0: sixteenth through the twenty third, which is like not even a month away now. No, it's like three and a half weeks at this point, point. and I'm like, <laughs> I have, I like, I've been working on a lot of stuff, and it's good, it's great, it's good, great, grand. <laughs> um, I've got a lot of shirts and stuff done, and. Um, I have a bunch more still to do, though, so I'm just like, oh my gosh. But I also have some, uh, apparently I'm I'm taking home shirts tonight for daddy because mm. he's got some personal shirts that he wants. Because <laughs> like last year, I made him some, you know, um, pool party specific shirts, like yes. special shirts just for him. Like he got a whole life, no life shirt, uh, smells like slut in here, mm-hmm. and a game slut shirt. Right so this, this year this year he has some ideas although i honestly don't know if he's told me all of his ideas like i know a couple of them that he he wants yeah that he's told me about but i don't know if i know them all <laughs> so well if those like, are the ones he's actually settled on right i mean he kind of changes his mind a lot but it's okay we love guess, him yeah there's that but yeah no it's, it's gonna be great I'm so 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 looking forward to being there for the whole week this time like I've never been down there for the whole week before it would be nice so I'm just saying you could do it you just gotta move your, your clients around but then you'll be working like a workhorse like like crazy for you know leading mm-hmm. up to it so
1: I, I get it mm-hmm. so yeah there's that so, anyways. anyways. So, after that, we have, after the pool party, we have Rope Jam yes. Falls, which then we're working on. Well, actually, Don's working on some other new things that are in the works that we will address later. Mm hmm. So, yeah. And then I guess back in the fall, we will start up classes again.
0: Yes. Yes. We will be starting back up our Rope Lab classes September 6th. It's Um, just so quick. I know. Like, I can't believe we're almost done with June right now. It (gasps) just blows my mind. I know. it, Like, truly. So. So let's flash back. I don't know what that was, but... (laughs) my flashback sound it's something, it's something. Uh, so two weeks ago uh, Don and I went down to OKC I, I know we had to think about that for a minute yeah because
1: I'm like I don't even remember yesterday hardly let like, alone wait, what? what did we do I don't understand
0: yeah we went down to OKC and uh, we taught a beginner rope class again and then we did a fire, fire play demo in class which was a lot mm-hmm. of fun and we got to hang out with Short stop and drum roll, please. Vato. Yeah, that, that that that's your nickname now, dude. Just letting you know. Yeah. But short stop, not short stop. Fuck.
1: Sorry. Shower. Sour
0: patch. Sour God patch. damn it. I'm like, it started with an S. God damn
1: it. I was like, wait a minute. I don't remember this. No. Fuck. No, it was it was short.
0: See, and I want to say short stop because it starts with an S. Yeah. Sour, sour Patch. Patch, Sour Patch, Sour Patch. I mean, because first she's sour, then she's sweet, and yes, she is. It was very nice, <laughs> very nice. But no, we we saw um, Sour Patch and Vato, and we did dinner mm-hmm. at a Korean barbecue place, which was delicious. At but oh time. God, it was not good for my for my. Mm, no, it was not good. It I, was oh, my for, stomach was killing me. Later. I think that was
1: with everybody who went there.
0: Yeah, I, I know, I know, like, Dawn and I on the way home the next day, we, we just kept stopping and stopping and stopping. Like, I was like, I'm so sorry, but can we stop again? And she's like, yeah, I need to stop too. I was like, okay, all right, let's go. Like, yeah. it was just, it was one of those days. I was like, oh, this is not good. And I felt so bad because, like, we went out to dinner um, with Sour Patch and Vato, and then, like, we came back and we played... And then we got ready to go to the club, went to the club. And then it was one of those, like, we'd planned on, you know, like, either playing with them at the club or afterwards, you know, playing again. And then, like, my stomach was just not, like, I I'm I had so many people come up to me, are you okay, sweetie? Are you okay? I had this one lady, he came, she came up and she gave me tissues. I think she thought I was crying because, like, I was upset about something. I was like, I just don't
1: feel good. <laughs> like, my stomach hurts. <laughs> I think there's something I
0: ate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But there were there were so many like Sammy the DJ stopped and was like, "Are you okay?" I was like, "I'm okay, thank you, Sammy, for asking." And <laughs> yeah, and then Cliff and Bill, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "I'm okay, thank you." So, but it was it was a lot of fun, except for the last little bit. <laughs> but
1: um, uh, you and BT went to Dallas. Dallas. Yeah, we we met up with some friends and went. On a boat, and we had a really good time. Got sunburned, of course. Mm-hmm. I, I, I hear that you
0: got to hear all kinds of dirt on, on BT, like stories. I don't that know you about didn't dirt. Well, just, just all kinds, kinds of funny stories. Yeah. You know. um,
1: from when he was younger, because he, he has known this guy for, like, you know, back in the medieval times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> back in the medieval times oh my goodness I, I just threw him under the bus <laughs> oh yes you did because I was I was he was telling me oh crap I do have a birthday coming up and I was like yes you do he's like I'm <laughs> gonna be so much older than you I'm like yeah you <laughs> yeah
0: you are
1: and you uh, will be uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah he he had some fun stories about him when he he was younger and I always, I always enjoy like hearing like mm-hmm. stories
0: about like, I, not even necessarily like my partners, but like friends and things like that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, really? Like, cause to me, it just like adds a whole new dimension to the person that yeah. you didn't previously know before. And then it's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, there, there are a lot of, um, of like my childhood stories. I'll tell people like, it has like it has to be like right circumstances. Like, I'll I'll talk about you know how I don't like to be lost, and it all stems back to you know my first day of kindergarten, and
1: like that that's where it comes from. I remember my first not my first day of kindergarten. Well, it was one of the first days of kindergarten, and of course you know you don't always know how to read. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how to read. Yeah. No. And it's it's I did not... supposed to teach you. And <laughs> I did not see the signs anywhere, but I went into the boys' restroom. I mean it had a toilet. It worked. Yep, it, it did. <laughs> the guy's like, You're not supposed to be in here and I was like, Well, I couldn't find the sign. Like, I don't know. I don't read yet, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> i I come out and I'm I'm still I come out I don't see the sign. I just I don't know where it ever was, but Right. Just I don't know where it's at. And why wasn't the teacher actually watching me? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it, it's it's really interesting. Yeah, anyways. But no, we had but, a good time. It was, it was you know, it was a lot of fun. The guy's house was phenomenal. Oh. And I loved his floors. Why did you love his floors? The, they were a hardwood, but they were just, I don't I, it's hard to explain. Was it like texture? Was it like the
0: feel? Was all it the, the look? Above,
1: all the above. Like, it was just <laughs> just the way it, they didn't look like planks. They didn't look like anything like that. They were just hmm. it was almost just like I don't even know. Like like just like the
0: actual grain, but like the the it didn't seem like there were actual individual planks. It was just the whole continuous grain kind, kind of. of, yeah.
1: Interesting. Hmm. Yep. It was nice though. We had a good time. And then last weekend was We stayed home. Did we? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh. Did we? Yes, we oh. did. <laughs> I just
0: thought that. Did we?
1: Oh. Because there was <laughs> a bad storm Mm-hmm. on Saturday. Friday. No, it's Friday. Because mm-hmm. you know the kid even came over in the middle of the night. Mom. Boy. What do I do? I am like, I guess hop in your car and come over.
0: Yeah, no, I think it was Saturday because I had date night with Ron. Or with with Daddy on Friday night. And we went to Kinky Fire.
1: What did I do Friday?
0: I don't know. You were here. You were working on your project. Remember? Because we got back and I was was laughing like a lunatic in the living room.
1: I don't think I did anything but work on my project.
0: Mm -hmm. Which is all done. And I just realized I didn't actually look at it when I was in the office today. What the hell? (laughs) What the hell,
1: Ricky Bobby? Yeah. There's that. Well, anyways, let's get on to our first, our first topic. Yes, Mm -hmm. topic. That was the word I was looking for. (laughs) First topic.
0: So, (sighs) you know, we talk about communication a lot on the podcast, like a lot, but there has got to be something said for Us also talking about the difference between boundaries that are healthy and ones that are coercive. So we'll we'll talk about that. Yes. So we got this from a listener. And she writes into us and says, My Meta has told my partner that he no longer wants us to be physical. That we need to pick either an emotional connection with each other or a physical connection. But we can't have both. Why? Right? Anyway. I told my partner that, well, if that's the case, then me taking her out and doing everything that he doesn't do for her will need to stop because it's not fair. This is the text that she sent me. And I'm reeling. So I'm going to now quote from the text from her partner, because two females here. And her meta, so the partner's partner, who's a male. (laughs) So um, there are just some boundaries that I have to respect and I want to follow them. I actually have had a lot of talks with my partner about you and he tried to be as understanding as he can. But for him, he's only okay with the physical, not the emotional part. However, he knows that we have that emotional relationship now. And so he doesn't feel comfortable with us having that physical connection. So he doesn't want to do more to try to accept it because those are his boundaries. So this is one or the other, but not both. We can be physically intimate, but we can't have feelings and emotions, or we can have the emotional connection, but we can't have anything physical. Otherwise, we'll need to break up. I hope that makes sense and doesn't upset you. So when you want to be physical, which was the conversation that we had over the weekend, it just makes me feel guilty and puts a lot of pressure on me. I also feel guilty because I can't be physical with you, but then that's what you love and you give me and you help me out so much. I feel like it's only fair that I give you that in return, but it's hard on me because I have to consider the emotions of two people and balance what the other person wants. So then the or, um, our, our listener continues and said, she then went on to ask me if I'm willing to still do all of the things I'm currently doing for her, which is taking her out on dates, running errands for her and basically paying for everything. I said, no. So she then said she will um, have to understand and understand. She said that she will have to deal with the consequences of her choice. And she
1: understands. So
0: there's so much. Yeah. There's so much here.
1: Like, why, why would she automatically assume that she was still going to do that? Right? Right? I mean. Like the amount. like The audacity. But
0: yeah, I mean, seriously, though, like. So the meta is the one who's, you know, allegedly imposing these boundaries. OK, saying my partner's, you know, partner is saying you can either be physical or you can have an emotional connection, but you can't do both. That's insecurity 101. Yeah. I like literally, like the biggest insecure red flag has popped up for him right there. Yeah. He is saying he doesn't trust what he does or does not bring to the table because based on what it sounds like, he doesn't do a whole lot for his girlfriend, hence why she was getting her other needs met through her girlfriend. Because that's that's really what she was was a girlfriend.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And but now that there's an emotional connection, basically, I, I feel like it's like that, that same thing that we see a lot in the swinger community, where the a couple will join the swinger community, but the guy is only okay with the stereotypical heterosexual fantasy of woman-on-woman action.
1: Right. But then... <laughs>
0: but, you know, and, and it turns into a one-penis policy, and where, you know, okay, well, I don't care how many girls you play with, but the only dick you have, come on, period. Because women don't threaten the man's ego. Right. In that scenario, because he's insecure. And again, like, that that's what this is telling me. When oh, you can either be emotionally, you know, connected to this person or physically connected, but not both. Like, and the fact of the matter is, is, the girlfriend is saying that she wants to follow his boundaries. There are some boundaries that I have to respect and I want to follow them. So she's prioritizing her one partner and that connection Mm -hmm. over you and your connection with her. Now, if you're practicing hierarchical polyamory and that that's been made clear up front, that's okay. Okay. But if not, right. you need to take a step back and be like, hang on a second. Because, you know, honestly, you're not being a very, she's not being a very good hinge partner Mm-mm. right now. So, because in a poly V dynamic, which is like the dynamic you and I have, right, where in, we both are with Dawn. I know in the hierarchy of things, you come first. I get that. I understand that. I accept that. Mm-hmm. However, if there is a situation with, say, for example, I'm having an issue with s- something you're doing. I don't like you wearing black shirts on the days I wear black shirts. or I don't know. Right. But I go to Dawn and I say, I don't like this and I don't want her wearing black shirts if we're together. We can't match. Which, if you know us, we match all the time.
1: <laughs> what? tough titty (laughs) tough titty oh my goodness (laughs) but as Don says tough titty but if I went
0: to Don and I said okay look this is what I want this is my boundary my boundary is you can't or no not even that really you can't wear a black shirt on a date with him because I like to wear a black shirt on a date with him and I go to him and I tell him that okay this is my boundary and then he were to come to you with this and say sorry babe can't wear black shirts no more because Lady Croft doesn't like it. Like, tough titty. E- exactly. <laughs> tough fucking titty. Like, that's bullshit. And putting it into that perspective, can you not understand how ridiculous that sounds? I mean, uh, like, y- asking someone to choose, especially after they've already gotten physically and emotionally invested in another person. That
1: would be, it would be like me going to Don and saying... You know, now that you're you're in this with Lady Croft, uh, no, yeah, uh, no, I'm good. You have to choose one part of her or another. Yeah, it's okay. I know he
0: choose my pussy. It's okay. I take I, that I, back. He probably I, choose my mouth. He choose my mouth. I like, take wait that a back. Minute,
1: let's take that back. I take
0: that back. He choose my mouth because <laughs> well, I would choose the mouth. It's fine. <laughs> We're not. You're. You either come in and join us for the podcast or quit yelling at us. what's the choices as he grabs his dick well baby um you could choose a part of me but not all of me let like a physical connection or an emotional connection (laughs) i own it all
1: (laughs) he's like no i don't have to choose (laughs) yeah no no that's that was the point is it the fact that i would have had to told you you have to choose and then you'd be like uh you choose my ass.
0: Okay, I'm like, All right, I, it does surprise me. I'm sitting here in. Like honestly, I thought he would have chosen my mouth, but yeah. Yeah. you know. I mean, that's not, that's not uh, Oh I goodness! <laughs> I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Okay, all right.
1: So I get your mouth for free. <laughs> I get your mouth for free. <laughs> Oh, my God. Although you would definitely probably be feeling it because after a while you'd be telling her, stop talking. Just sh- stop talking.
0: No, you want to know how it, how it gets me to stop talking now? Like, we'll we'll be, you know, getting ready to have some sex time and I'll be talking, talking, talking. All of a sudden it's like, head down. Like, just dick in mouth. Just go. Just shh. Sh- yes. Focus on this. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Slight derailment. Thanks to our unexpected impromptu guest, Don Juan. <laughs> But I'm sorry, if you have boundaries, boundaries are not supposed to dictate what other people do. Okay, those are rules. Yeah. Okay. A boundary is simply stating, if this happens, this is what I will do. And that that is an action that you yourself are doing. So, like, I have, I used to have a boundary um, in regards to um, my estranged sister, Um, When I wouldn't talk to her uh, about a year ago, I had told my dad, I said, nope, my boundary is if she shows up to a family function that I'm at, I will leave. I'm not going to make a big deal out of it. I'm not going to make a big scene, but I'm just I'm going to leave because I can't be in the same room with her right now. I just I cannot be around her. And my dad said, no, you're you're making it. So I have to choose." I said, no, I'm simply telling you I'm removing myself. I'm I'm removing myself from this. I'm dictating what I'm going to do. All I'm doing is telling you if this, if A happens, then B will happen. Mm -hmm. So a boundary is is telling someone, okay, if this continues, then this will happen. Or if this happens, this will happen. Not you can't do that anymore. Mm -hmm. And you have to pick.
1: That's dictating.
0: Yeah. And that again, screams of insecurity, like crazy insecurity. And, and I'm just sitting here going, okay, he was only okay with the physical, not the emotional part. So, how are you guys poly? Like, like full, full stop, because polyamory is having multiple romantic partners.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So... He's saying he's saying he wasn't OK with Polly. He's OK with swinging because that's what just a physical connection is. Mm-hmm. Like, And even then you're going to have some form of intimacy. Right. I mean, we've talked about this on the podcast before where we've met really good friends through the lifestyle through swinging.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, you know, you're going to have some kind of friendship bond with people that you swing with on a regular basis. Yeah. And it is really, really hard.
1: To, to just have a one time fling type of thing, e- e- emotion, mm-hmm. you know, have, and, and have, have it be emotionless, yeah, and totally emotionless, exactly, it, you know, and because because often often so that when you are even in swinging, you tend to build some kind of okay, wait, or is our um. Energy is going to mesh up because Mm -hmm. if not, then it's going to be hard for me to just be like, Here, let me be a dead fish for you. Because if not, that's typically what it ends up. I mean, because especially for women, we tend to put more um, emotions into it. Mm -hmm. Well, because for so long, society has dictated that.
0: Sex is an emotionally connecting act for a woman. Right. Whereas for men, it's been portrayed as a physical release, you know. And so for guys, sometimes having sex, you know, and I'm not saying this for all guys, please, you know, or all women. Right. Um, But as a society, society has said, oh, this is something guys do for fun. But women, you do this because you love the person, because you care about the person, because society has placed an inordinate amount of, you know, variable value on, you know, having sex with someone. And, you know, and the other thing that really bothers me about this is he goes, he knows um, he doesn't want... Um, to accept it because those are his boundaries. No, like, no. And they may it makes him uncomfortable. That guess what, that's his problem to deal with. You are not responsible for his reaction to something. That's his fault. That's his job to Mm -hmm. deal with if that makes him uncomfortable he needs to sort through that he needs to work through that but there are so many people that don't like to do the shadow work on themselves that don't like to look inward and be introspective and go okay why am I reacting this way right now Mm -hmm. what's wrong why am I feeling why am I feeling defensive why am I feeling that knee-jerk reaction to say no you can't do that Because if you're not willing to sit down with your partner and say, okay, I'm afraid I'm going
1: to get left out if you do this. Well, exactly.
0: I'm afraid you're going to leave me for, you know, so and so. It's all about tackling the root cause of the emotion. And he's not doing that because you're managing his feelings for him. You're managing his emotions for him. And honestly, I see this a lot women are kind of taught and trained from a very young age to manage the emotions of people around them Mm -hmm. and especially with men because as a society we you know there there is the physical component of men are bigger and stronger than women and have a terrible track record overall um assaulting women for telling them no or for angering them et cetera, because we don't teach men how to deal with their emotions the only emotion that's safe for them to feel is anger and things like that right. so I understand why we do it but you don't need to do that that's his responsibility he needs to start being an adult. And saying, no, why do I feel the way I feel? Mm-hmm. And yeah, it if it makes him uncomfortable and he that really is a hard and fast. No, I can't, I can't handle this. Maybe he's not cut out for poly Right. Maybe he is just, you know, better suited as a
1: swinger. Or
0: maybe where even just monogamous. Where,
1: you know, where there's maybe friends with benefits type thing, not necessarily a, a romantic, romantic love yeah. connection.
0: Exactly. And that's okay too. You know, him feeling realizing what he is and is not OK with is, is all right. But he doesn't get to dictate that to you because what he should say to her in that situation would be, OK, um, I, I'm not comfortable with this. So I'm going to take a step back from our relationship, not dictating what you do with the other person. But OK, between you and me. I'm going to take that step back.
1: Mm-hmm. And Now, it's like, it's, you know, like if Don was to come to me and say, hey, um, I think you're getting too far with BT. I have a problem with this. Mm-hmm. Then I would say, let's sit down and figure out what what, what is causing this.
0: Well, yeah, like what exactly is, is what, the root issue? What is
1: the root issue? Is it really what BT and I are doing? Or is it something that you're having you know an inward battle with
0: or is it the fact for example because Gabe and I've had this conversation before where um, he's expressed to me something and I'll be like oh hang on okay what do you mean by that and then we start talking and we realize it's not that he doesn't want me to do something with you know Don or whoever but it's he's missing that from he and I
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it's okay so it's not that he, it's not that he doesn't want me to do it, but he wants us to do that. Right? Okay. Well,
1: we can. This, this that's is addressing like, the the root issue. Okay, let's fix it. Anytime you have, you know, even if you're feeling like, hey, I am just being kind of needy right now. Um, it's nothing you've done, but I I feel I feel needy. So can you pay some attention to me? As simple as that would fix a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. You know. Um. Being able to open up and address something like that, you know, um, luckily enough, BT and I and Don and I we all get along just fine. You you know you fit mm-hmm. into our mix with everybody just fine, so we're able to all communicate and talk and and be good with everything. Well, and but even but,
0: even then we still have our struggles.
1: Yeah, you know, but, and we I mean and we all will because we are human. Exactly, and we all have our own traumas and our own battles and our own. You know, sometimes it's just getting in our own heads of I I'm I I feel like I need need more attention from my best friend, you mm-hmm. know? Um you know, so that I have to say, say to you, okay, I need I like, need like hey, we need a girls night. What the hell. So so being able to say that whenever there is an issue instead of you know, um projecting something out onto someone and, and, and saying these are my boundaries and you're not upholding. No, you're projecting out on uh, on mm-hmm. your past traumas and and things that has caused you to be defensive and you don't want to address them. Well, and, and the fact of the matter is your boundaries
0: are something you uphold, not that you expect other people to uphold. You can express a boundary and again, expect people to respect a boundary. For example, if I say, you know... Uh, I I having having you uh, smoke around me makes me very uncomfortable. My boundary is I don't I'm I'm not around people who smoke. If you then smoke around me but get mad at me for leaving, that's not respecting my boundary. Right, you know because I and, told and, you okay no I don't I don't want to be around smoke. So this is what I'm gonna do. You know, and it's my that's responsibility
1: a, to remove myself from that smoke. Exactly. And if I don't, I can't sit there and bitch to you because. Um, you're not respecting it, but yet I'm standing outside where all the, all the smokers are. Exactly. You
0: can't walk into like a smoking section of a club or walk to where all the smokers are because you want to talk to people, but then get mad because everybody's smoking. Yeah. You know, and yeah, it's just like, you can't, you can't get mad at your poly girlfriend for being poly and falling in love with her girlfriend, you know, and wanting a physical relationship with her too. But I also have issues with with this person's partner because she said, she said, well, it's either one or the other or and or otherwise, I guess we should just break up. And I hope that doesn't that makes sense and doesn't upset you. Okay, so either you do this, you pick one or the other. Or we're going to break up, but I hope that doesn't upset you. What like what in what in what universe in what world? would that text going to a partner not be upsetting saying you either have to choose a or b you can't choose a and b because if you do then we break up like that's ridiculous that is ridiculous you know i'm sorry like no and i say i'm sorry but no it's i'm sorry not sorry kind of it i'm sorry like no this is ridiculous this is absolutely freaking ridiculous you know, and the fact that afterwards, after she sent this text, she then asked, are you still willing to do all the things you're doing? You know, that you were already doing, like taking her out on dates, running errands, paying for everything. Like, uh, no.
1: Like, why would you fuck? automatically even assume that?
0: Right? Like, sweetie, if you want a sugar mama or sugar daddy, that that polyamory is not where you're probably going to find it. Okay. No. Like, no, this is this is more than a little ridiculous, because to me, then it just tells me that this girl's partner was really only, you know, like, okay, yes, I, I love you. I have the emotional connection. And I, you know, I love being with you. And I love the, physical. the fact that they loved the, the stuff. Yeah. did Did you really love them? Or did you love the stuff? And love the way they were treating you. Not necessarily that you didn't love them, but you just love the way they were treating you. Because I feel like sometimes, especially if you're in a relationship or have been in relationships where, um, you know, you've been treated like crap and mm-hmm. aren't treated with what I feel is the like bare minimum, like, courtesy level here, you know. Taking them out to dinner, r- helping run errands and things like that. Like, come on, like that. That I feel like is like bare minimum. And and so it it makes you go, oh, I like that. I like that behavior. I want it to continue. But, you know, it's not going to because your, you know, boyfriend or whatever doesn't and won't do that for you. Right. So you want your cake and you want to eat it, too. Which I never understood that phrase, by the way. Because if you have your cake, why would you not want to eat it? I mean, but anyway, I digress. (laughs) I digress. But yeah, I just, I don't understand the mentality of, okay, well, I guess if we're breaking up, like, will you still do all these things for me? No, I'm not going to do all those things for you. Like, what? No. I mean, it's just like, it's like, it would be like somebody coming to you as, you know, Mm -hmm. um, an esthetician and being like, um, well, would you just go ahead and give me lashes for free because I'm, you know, um, just an Instagram, you know, like model, whatever. And like, it'll get you business because they, they follow me on Instagram. Like, or no,
1: it's not quite how it works. Like, that's not how
0: that works. But I see so many instances of like people being like Instagram, you know, like influencers and things like that. And they'll try to get free things out of you know, people saying, oh, well, you should give me this for free because it's free publicity. How many times as photographers and artists, etc., you know, and especially people who work for themselves, you know, have heard the, the refrain. Yes. Mm. You know, well, you should just do this for free because this exposure will get you more, you know, business than me paying you could. N- no, I'm sorry. I'm going to value my time. I'm going to value your time. I'm
1: I'm going to. To 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 know my worth,
0: exactly, exactly, and our 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 listener knows her worth because she said, "No, I'm not going to do this for you. I'm not going to keep taking you out on dates, and not you know, know running errands. If I can't,
1: if all I get's just the emotional, or if I get just the physical, and I it's hard to to not have both put into place because we are human, and we we our emotions are valid, mm-hmm. especially when you know, you're, you're being intimate with someone.
0: Well, and especially when you entered a poly relationship with this woman, you, you know, entered into this willingly and we're like, yes, I'm your girlfriend. Yes, I'm your girlfriend, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and entering into that. And then all of a sudden now it's okay. No, I need to renegotiate, you know, the basic terms of the relationship, but I want to keep everything the same Mm -hmm. except no sex. Uh, No, no, no. That's not that's not how this works. It's not. No, that's not how real relationships and real connection work. Like, no, 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 it, no, no, no. <laughs> like, mm-mm. and you know, and again, it's OK to want to try to redefine the scope of a relationship when you get into it and you realize, OK, this isn't really what I want. I think I kind of want this. It's OK to communicate with your partner and state things like that. But that's not the case here. The case here, you know, boils down to her boyfriend
1: is threatened by another woman. Even though he he was okay with it to begin with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, again, he was okay with it when it was just the physical. I think it needs to be addressed on where where his, um, like you said, his um, traumas or defensiveness comes from. Mm-hmm. Well, and he needs to do some, you know, shadow work and find out what's really bothering him. Yeah. And there are so many instances where specifically, I mean,
0: just just people in general, when they are pushing for unreasonable expectations or unreasonable, I use air quotes here, boundaries, quote unquote, um, that, you know, it's they don't like and cannot tolerate any type of discomfort in themselves mm-hmm. like any any uncomfortable emotion any right mm-hmm. you know
1: any um, anything that would give them uncomfortable a self- thought doubt or to mm-hmm. cause themselves to think oh I do everything wrong or mm-hmm. when when all actuality is just no it's not that you do everything wrong it's just the fact that you need to address the things that are, are attacking you on the inside
0: yes and You know, but there are so many people that they're just, I don't like this feeling and I want it to go away. And the easiest way to make it go away is not to do the work yourself, because that's hard work, Mm -hmm. is to address the person who's causing the uncomfortable feeling. You stop
1: that because it makes me feel bad. Right. Uh, Instead of instead of going, okay, is it really making me feel bad or is it just my excuse to. Um, push or project my, my feelings, so to say. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. So we have another one and we don't have a lot of time for that, but we will get to it. But it it is,
0: it is on the same kind of vein. Right. Um, with this, um, we had, (laughs) Another listener who wrote in and said, oh, my boyfriend has always been open about being poly and I have, too. Well, he got into another relationship with my best friend six is six ish months ago. Okay, cool. After they got together, I felt a bit lonely because he was spending more time with my best friend. So I ended up finding someone that who made me less lonely. And I asked my boyfriend if he'd be okay if I dated him. He said no. I was fine with this at the time. He didn't know the other person or anything. So I was like, okay. Another month down the line, I was still feeling lonely. I thought I'd ask again. It was a no again. I asked him why and his reasoning is because uh, he thinks I'm going to spend more time with the other partner and he just doesn't want me to. I feel like he doesn't trust me and he has no reason not to. I've been loyal to him for almost two years and it hurts. Every time he tells me about a new person he likes, I have to act like it's fine or he'll get annoyed with me, but it's ripping my heart to pieces. What should I do? Tell him no. Run. Like, I just want to tell you, honey, run.
1: Well, but if he has, if he has a new person, then you look at him and say no. Yeah. No. Because really what, you know, okay. It's, It's, that's a whole double standard. Yeah. I'm going to be Polly,
0: but you can't be Polly or or I'm going to date other people but you can't date other people. I
1: want to control how much you see other people, but you have to be okay with what I do. Mm-hmm. That's a double-sided. And and I'll, also I'm there. just sitting
0: here going to, okay, he's been open and you so you're both open, you're both open about being poly. Okay? But he got involved with your best friend.
1: Sweetie, I have questions for you. First off, did either one of them talk to you about that? Right? Is it going to feel awkward? Is it going to be weird? Are we? Can we do this? Is it going to cause any kind of hardship or anything like that?
0: Yeah, you know. And I'm sorry, but this is this is ridiculous. You've been with him for two years, and you've never been able to be poly with anybody else because he doesn't want you to. Hmm. That says to me. So, <clears throat> yeah. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Like he he's gatekeeping. You yes. being Polly, he's saying no, and putting his foot down. And honestly, he's he has created a negative environment where you feel like you can't what's reach the, what's out.
1: The phrase for the one dick, uh, yeah, one penis policy. Yeah, the one. Penis but
0: policy. even that, like, even if you know, I I have a feeling if if this was if she was trying to see a girl, he'd probably be like, no, you're going to see them more because he said, and I quote, because she. She mentioned the first one was a guy. The second one she just said was she didn't specify gender. Um, He thinks I'm going to be spending more time with them and he doesn't want me to. So basically, you have to put your life on hold and you get to be lonely. But he's uncomfortable with that lonely feeling. And so he can never be by himself while you're off with another partner.
1: Or, or, you know, like a lot of times... If I make plans, I do it whenever Don's gone. So that way we're both
0: get a polycule calendar, folks. Yeah, it helps.
1: It does. <laughs> but, it, but it also makes planning easier because then it's like, OK, you're going to be gone. So I might as well go do something. Mm-hmm. And
0: well, because it's it's it makes it easier. Like if you know that Don and I have plans, you'll be like, oh, hey, BT. So Don and Lady Croft are going to be going and doing mm-hmm. this this night. Do you want to do something? OK, great. Let's go do that.
1: Right. Now, not always does he have something planned. Sometimes it just works out that mine and BT's schedule works out better if we do it this night. And so he's like, I'll find something to do. Okay, great. But it's not him doing the whole one penis policy or gatekeeping or, you know, Mm -hmm. being vindictive and, and just saying, no, I want to control you.
0: Well, and the whole, I just don't want you to.
1: Like okay, Life that that that's what, that's
0: when you say tough shit. Like okay, okay cool. You don't, wa- oh, you don't want me to? Okay, well, you have fun with those emotions. I'm gonna go do what I want to do. Okay, like sweetie, you're an adult. You can and you should do what you want to do. I know you love this person, and but obviously, it's not the good kind of love. It's the toxic kind of love, because. All he's doing is take, 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 taking and you're give, 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 giving. Mm -hmm. He's not giving anything back, you know, and you would think if you are both poly that he would have expected and encouraged you to be going to see other people.
1: Right. And, and if that's not what it's going to be, then her response needs to be no. Mm hmm back to you no you can't see anybody yep. else new you're not going to see anybody else until we can work on what it is that we're doing because we're not on the same page mm-hmm. not in the same book we're not any of that
0: that that's a good point you know i i mean listener you just need to sit down with him the next time he brings up some new person he's really interested in oh i'm gonna i want to go meet up with this person say no no and just you know just say it like he told you no no and just what I mean? I mean, you know, he's going to flip out. He's going to smile. What do you mean, no? Well, I I can't do it. Why should you?
1: Why do I got to give you a reason if you don't give me one?
0: Mm-hmm. I it, the the whole what's good for the goose is good for the gander. You know, if you're going to tell the goose no, time to tell the gander no.
1: It's it's it it's one of those things where you can in this in this. Um, lifestyle. You cannot be one-sided. You cannot be um, the one who calls all the rules for everybody. Mm-hmm. Now, if it it would be different
0: if he was saying no to a particular person, mm-hmm. because okay, this person I really I get a really shady vibe from them, mm-hmm. or he's like I, I know or... yeah I know something about this person and I don't like that. Would be different if it was. You know like if he was rejecting them based on I know this person Protection. Yeah and from from a place Of okay I love you and I, I Don't want that for you
1: right and I you I, know, I want to
0: take care Of you and make sure that you're treated yes. well I want to protect
1: and, what's mine And and if you're not Being you know I don't want to put you In a situation to where you are In an unsafe situation mm-hmm. So yeah I'm going to tell you No you know, or if I feel like they've got some ill thought processes to. Well,
0: and it, and it, a lot of times it's like, okay, my uh, gut tells me. Uh, yeah. A vibe, no. a weird vibe. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm going I, I would, I would be more understanding, but that's not the case. It's just, no, you're just gonna spend more time with them. And I just don't want you to.
1: So no. Mm, okay. Like, Wait, uh, no. Motherfucker.
0: No. You know, and, and even then with them, mm, I just get a bad vibe from them. If the person that you're with, um, vetoes every single person that you've brought up, hmm. then it's not the people; it's your partner. Yeah. So and, you know, yeah, it, yeah, that. It, and it it really,
1: you really need to have to sit down with this person and be like, "Hey, what's up? What's going on?"
0: Yeah, I I really just want to tell you, run. Like, I I don't I don't think that this person is going to change and, his and, mind.
1: And and before you run. Make them sit down and talk to you. hmm Yes. Make him sit down and and discuss what is really, truly going on, you know, so that you can make an, ex- an, an eg-
0: exit strategy?
1: Nope. Um, nope. Boy, that word just did not want to cooperate with me. So you can make an educated decision. There we go. Before you just bolt and it, be completely something, you know, that's mm-hmm. something that could have been trivial. Well, and especially we you've been through. with this guy
0: for two years. Yeah. So I get it. You have time invested. You probably have money invested. You're probably, you know. Something. You know, you have a lot of your life invested in this other person. Mm-hmm. So I get not wanting to you know, throw it away and feel like, oh, you know, this was just a waste of time. It's not a waste of time. I really, I get, side note, tangent, I get really upset when people tell me, oh, well, this relationship was just a waste of time. No, it wasn't. You learned something and every relationship teaches you something.
1: Well, everybody comes and goes in your life for a reason. Those people are there Mm -hmm. to either teach you something to have you teach them something mm-hmm. or or to just grow an experience or you know sometimes it's just about having a good time and mm-hmm. so they come and go in your life for a reason and and it's one of those things where where you have to accept why those people are there and mm-hmm. you may not ever fully know why but to to have just enjoyed the, that moment you know um
0: well and and it's one of those things that You know, you will you will learn from this, but whether you learn what you won't tolerate anymore Mm -hmm. or whether how to
1: heal yourself
0: or or whether you learn that you just shouldn't bring it up anymore is going to be up to you. What lesson are you going to learn? Are you going to not tolerate this anymore or are you going to tolerate it and just drop it? Which doesn't always fix everything. Which which doesn't fix everything. Especially if you are truly poly. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, for some people, poly is a choice. For me, I feel like it's who I've always been. Mm -hmm. And I'm just, you know, living authentically. Right. You know, for the first time. So, you know, so for some people, you know, it's no, I I can't be monogamous. I am polyamorous, Mm -hmm. you know. And there are some people who will will try monogamy or try polyamory for the love of a partner. But if it's not who you truly are deep down, you're never going to be happy with you know sticking in something that you're not okay with. You know, I mean, with monogamous people trying, you know, trying swinging and finding swinging is fun, but then trying polyamory and realizing, no, that's this is not for me. You know, that's okay and vice versa polyamory people trying monogamy and it's, it doesn't always
1: work right and yeah it's completely true i hope you guys learned something or you know ha- kind of worked through this if you're listening you know um yeah uh, i hope to, i hope we uh, helped to talk through and you know understand that being dictated on what to do or How to feel or anything like that is not necessarily okay, and that you have a right to voice your own opinion and your own feelings are valid. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's
0: and and knowing, you know, in regards to the first, um, you know, listener's dilemma, knowing that your partner is not responsible for her other partners' managing of emotions Mm -hmm. and things like that. Everyone is responsible for their own their shit. Own.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So, anyways, don't forget to get pool party tickets. They are, I don't know if they're completely sold out yet or not, or if they're close. I, I, uh, I think the rooms might be sold out. I don't know. But there's, I do there's still know. tickets to the pool party. Oh, um, yes. But there are surrounding hotels. Or mm-hmm.
0: And you should come out and you should party with us. Yes. Sour Patch and Bato. Are you working on your... Uh, Babysitters, because, um, come on, let's Even go. if it's
1: just for Friday and Saturday. Exactly. You know, or
0: even on. earlier in the week when it's not so many people, you could just come hang out. Come for the cornhole tournament on That's Thursday. On Is it Thursday? Thursday night. No. Mm. Thursday night. Okay. hmm So it's not in the, the heat of the day anymore on Friday, which yeah. I'm cool with. Yes. So, which I'm interested to see if we're going to have a two-peat
1: Yeah. (laughs) Because
0: somebody sitting across from me and Cliff won the Cornhole Tournament last year. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) But it's going to be great. It's going to be fun.
1: So anyways, guys, get out there, have some fun. And as always,
0: stay sinful.